Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to the Retirement Coach Podcast. I'm Mike Keenan, your host. Today's edition is entitled The Dale Carnegie Technique. As you are probably aware, in podcasts, I provide my email address for those who might have personal questions. I try to deal with these questions as soon as possible. So today we will examine a problem submitted by a listener. Dear Retirement Coach, I've admired your sagacious advice in the past, and now I find I need help with a perplexing matter affecting my relationship with our neighbors. They are wonderful people, but our municipal garbage day has become a nightmare for me because they don't fasten their refuse such that it blows over onto our lawn, into our trees, and sometimes finds its way into our shrubs and flower beds. I'm tired of picking up discarded pizza boxes that act like kites in the wind. At first, I was amused by the items listed on their discarded Costco receipts. So many carbohydrates, muffins and bread, cake and pie. No wonder they have weight issues. But nonetheless, they have become tedious. They seem oblivious to the eyesores that they create for us and other neighbors. What do you suggest? Signed, Hildegard Hornblower from St. Catharines. In brackets, she added this addendum. This is not my real name. I don't want them to know who I am. My real name is Constance Bloomberry. Here's my reply. Dear Constance, whoops, I mean Hildegard. Fortunately, I've been reading Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. I think I can help. For example, here are two letters that you can send to your wayward neighbor. We will discuss the pros and cons of each. Letter number one. Dear sloppy neighbors, were you born in a barn or perhaps a trailer? Your refuse may be something that you want to share with us and the rest of the world, but we do not enjoy pretending that we are FBI operatives searching for the top 10 most wanted criminals by grazing through your discarded trash. By the way, do either of you cook or is it all fast food at dinner time? Your kids are sloppy, too, the way they litter on their somnambulistic way to and from school. Do you know what somnambulistic means? No? Look it up. Oh, I forgot. You probably don't know what a dictionary is. Did you know that your little one smokes? And I'm not talking cigarettes. It's terrific that your husband can read. In fact, a surprise. But we are not interested in your subscription to Playboy magazine. My husband, Bob, likes the pictures, but I'd think they're disgusting. Please clean up your act before we call the health department. Okay, that was one approach. Here are some comments. Dale Carnegie would not recommend letter number one. While direct and informative, it makes several negative value judgments concerning the character of your neighbors and their children. This might be a good letter for you to simply write in order to vent but then it's best to tear it up in small pieces and place them on your neighbor's lawn. Just kidding. This sort of letter will antagonize your neighbors and make you seem as thoughtless as they are. They may be going through a rough period. Try to be more pleasant and make it a win-win situation. Now for letter number two. Dear Neighbors, My husband Bob and I were so pleased when you and your lovely family moved in a few years ago. Your children are delightful not shy, and thanks to them, we now have acquired a terrific nature path cut across our lawn that we can use for shortcuts just like they do. 
This also greatly minimizes the lawn care that afflicts Bob each week. We really appreciate your efforts to help lower our municipal tax assessment in such creative ways that we had not contemplated before. Probably the more dilapidated a place looks, the less people should have to pay to the tax man. Nonetheless, we wonder if you would help us to make each day an Earth Day to honor that great environmentalist P. Cola, whose product you seem to enjoy drinking in vast quantities. Did you know that you can get rebates for those containers rather than letting them blow away? Also, they make great bird feeders. As for your vast array of pizza boxes that drift our way, the boys can make really neat cutouts with the cardboard. Rather than using our windows as targets when your children play ball hockey, they could fashion bullseyes from the pizza boxes and attach them to the bumpers on your cars. We welcome your suggestions, other than moving out, of course, on how to make this the best neighborhood in St. Catharines. Now for the comments on letter number two. This is your classic Dale Carnegie type letter. Notice all the compliments that will make the neighbors feel accepted and appreciated. Even the kids are praised, and this will inspire them to act accordingly. Also, there are no threats or abusive language. This letter works best because it offers suggestions, teamwork, and creative solutions to a vexing problem. I know most people would probably opt for letter number one, but I personally think that Dale Carnegie's suggestions in letter number two will have greater impact. If that doesn't work, this more inventive approach might work. First, book a month's holiday somewhere out of town. Next, enlist the aid of a farmer to drop a full load of manure on your neighbor's lawn. They should get the message. When you get back, apologize for the mistake and get all the neighbors to take manure for their gardens. Everybody will love you, even Dale Carnegie. If you want to know about the exciting life of a retiree, listen to more podcasts here. Those with puzzling questions about retirement can contact me at mjk6648 at gmail.com. And don't forget about my book, Don't Ever Quit, a journal of coping with crisis and nourishing spirit, available in paperback and as an ebook from Amazon. I'm Mike Keenan, your retirement coach. It's my hope that these podcasts might inspire a chuckle or two. Life confronts us with many adversities as we age. To cope with these setbacks, it's best to cultivate a sense of humor. Laughter is a powerful ally. It can take down crooked leaders, corrupt officials, and even inspire hope. That's what the Retirement Coach podcasts are all about. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and tune in again next week.